<laughs> While the Real Clear Politics average polling shows Hillary Clinton. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. (laughs) While the Real Clear Politics average polling shows Hillary Clinton leading by 3.4% in a four way race with Donald Trump, Gary Johnson and Jill Stein, uh, the uh, Rasmussen. Rasmussen. (laughs) (laughs) Trump versus Hillary starts now. Destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, that's right. Trump versus Hillary, another brick in the wall. Welcome. We're at Trump Hillary 16 on Twitter. Make sure you uh, follow us, you uh, like us, you rate us, and you comment on iTunes, all that good stuff. I am Christian Blatt at Christian DMZ. Uh, and uh, before the, uh, you know, yesterday I wrote up what I thought was an okay joke, but it was a pretty shitty joke. So the Hillary coughing really saved what I think was a weaker opening. <laughs> <laughs> to my left, camera right, Drexel Hurd, at Drexel Hurd. There he is. And yes, right here in his hand, and for those watching on YouTube, this is Stephen Humkamp, at Stephen Humkamp, <laughs> who's actually on assignment I don't know what that assignment is. We can stumping for Trump. We can ask people in the chat room what they think his assignment is. Yes. And uh, Scott Moore at S Man Eighty. That was it. I was waiting for something. I don't know. My, and the poll. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, down on the other end of the desk, uh, Chelsea Galicia at Chelsea Galicia. Welcome, Trump versus Hillary. Everybody. Thank you. Now, thank you. We have this song because. There was a lot of talk. Now, keep in mind, it's been since last Tuesday since we did the show. So there's been a lot of talk about some of this stuff, but I feel like we need to weigh in on it. Uh, There was a lot of talk about the wall last week Uh, because that wasn't part of the joke. I was actually legitimately (laughs) clearing my throat. I think the worst thing for that bit is that I used my inhaler when I actually didn't need to use it. So now it's like, what was that worth? You know, what did I get out of that? But anyway, uh, so they say that uh, only Nixon could go to China. Well, now we can say only Trump can screw up going to Mexico. Imagine what he's going to do to Canada. Keep that in mind. Uh, So Trump goes to Mexico. He meets with Mexican President Enrique Peña Nieto. I'm sure I nailed that pronunciation. You did, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you for humoring me. Uh, you know, and they pretty much play nice. It's like, oh, yeah, photo op, photo op, blah, 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 politics talk, politics talk. And uh, then they get into a Twitter war, which is amazing. And uh, it was like, everything looked good, and then all of a sudden, shit blows up on Twitter. So I was like, I felt like it was an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Uh, Chelsea, to start with you, your thoughts of Trump's trip south of the border. Um, disastrous for uh, Mexico and hurtful to our relationship with Mexico. Probably doesn't help Guatemala either, by the way. Mexicans, no. (laughs) um, We're largely pissed the F off that the invitation was even extended to him. He's the only person who's just been like a candidate that's ever been invited. Although, I mean, the invitation was open to both of them. Right. And he just swooped in Mm -hmm. quicker. And and, and what was that about? Uh, my understanding is that uh, Nieto has uh, pretty bad poll numbers mm-hmm. himself. Twenty percent. So, yes. so like anything that he can do to stir things up. Mm-hmm. So I think that 
maybe it's more like... Does, does anybody remember this movie, Brewster's Millions, with Richard Pryor? He gets $30 million, and if he can spend it all in a month, he blows every dime of it, he gets $300 million. Hmm. So maybe if this guy gets his rating, his poll numbers down to zero, he's going to win a big prize from, you know, some... That's, that's about yeah. that's about as good a theory as I've heard. I mean, the, it's other theory, the other theory I heard was it had to do something with trying to boost their credit rating with Moody's, and that if we got cameras, I I, I don't know, <clears throat> I didn't yeah. really understand that argument, but mm. it was um, really just freaking bad. Mexicans and Mexican Americans were largely pissed off about it, and for good reason, I think. And I was just even more disappointed that in the moment when the reporter asked Trump, did you talk about who's going to pay for the wall? I said, no, we didn't talk about that. That Peña Nieto didn't say, actually, we did. And at the beginning, I made it very clear that we're not paying for the wall. I mean, that was the only thing he could have done to redeem that faux pas in inviting him down in the first place. Yeah, I mean, you get the sense that the only people that thought that the meeting was, one, a good idea, and two, went well, at least at that point, were Nieto and Trump. But then, you know, Trump pretty much immediately is... uh, they're going to pay for the wall. They just don't mm-hmm. know it yet. You know, that's... Uh, and it was just so bizarre to listen to Trump say, oh, our, our bond and our friendship and... Uh, uh, what? I just... <laughs> I, uh, I, I... It just is unbelievable that anybody could watch that and, and think, oh, yes, this guy... He's a good guy. I totally believe him. I, I I trust him, and I will follow him wherever he goes. I just can't imagine. But according to the polls, that's the direction we're going in. It, it does look that uh, way, and we'll save that for poll well, talk a maybe, little later. Uh, yeah, I was like, no, not necessarily. Well, <laughs> depends on the poll, though. Uh, uh, as always, uh, yeah. So, uh, Scott, what do you think about not just the trip to Mexico, but then, you know, he, he basically hops back across the border, which, you know, if he really wanted to make his point, he would go to one of those, you know, low security area, areas and, like, cross the Rio Grande himself. <laughs> no. And just been like, see, look how like easy George it was. Washington yeah. cro- and he uh, crossing he, the river. He would have just had, like, you know, mud on his boots and been like, that's how easy it was. I didn't even go through immigration. I just need to go on my, my yeah. jet. Yeah, exactly. I didn't need to. I I just walked. Yeah. So that's how much of a problem there is. Or you know, fake mud. He doesn't even have to actually cross. But you know, it's right. desert, right? But but the, it's still the, a river. The Grand, we're talking about the it's Rio Grande. I think we should go through yeah. the Rio Grande. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard of deserts. <laughs> anyway, uh, Scott, so uh, your thought on the trip and then also well, his, uh, his speech afterwards. Well, I mean, good the speech is a whole other thing yeah, yeah, that yeah. we really have to dig into. But just top line, I thought, agreeing with Chelsea, I thought it was ridiculous for him to, to go down there on both sides because, you know, Nieto does have very low poll numbers. It's different for them. Uh, actually, I think he's one of the lowest since Ernesto Zedillo, which is about 20 years ago for Mexico. And even though he can't run for re-election, it could affect his party, the PRI party down the road. And, and it was just, you know, it was weird that he would ever invite him. Um, it really helped Trump, I think, a little bit in optics before <laughs> he did that ridiculous speech later on that night because it made him look quasi-presidential just standing I mean, there. I mean, that, that's how low the bar is now, <laughs> that he just has to stand there in, in front of uh, some flags and everything and he looks presidential. I think it, it helped him for like two seconds and then... He went and ruined whatever he was trying to attempt to do by that horrible speech, which we can definitely dig into a little sure. deeper because there's well, so much that. that I Drexel, what do you think he was trying to accomplish? Let's let's start there before we get. You to mean it. in Mexico or? I, I, yeah, I'm saying I'm kind of considering them as sort of you know one fell swoop. I, I think that there was I think that there was definitely an opportunity for it to have been a successful um, thing for Donald Trump. 
Like, mm-hmm. I think that any candidate, like, that sort, that sort of um, a trip overseas, not even overseas, but, right. you know, that kind of foreign policy trip or, uh, um, could have gone well. Uh, but I think that the president of Mexico was definitely looking for an opportunity to take a jab at Donald Trump. And I feel like in, a, in the meeting, they were like, don't even try to cross that line. And so they didn't even let it happen. And Who said don't cross I'm saying, I'm saying, I feel like behind closed doors, they were like, if you're thinking about embarrassing me out there, I will do it tenfold. I'm saying that Donald Trump said, if you took the president, if you think about embarrassing yeah, me like out there, don't use this opportunity. Don't try to use this opportunity sure. to try to trip me up because it will just make you look even worse and your poll numbers are X, Y, and Z. Because, you know, Donald Trump loves to throw up poll numbers. So, that <laughs> exactly. been, so I'm saying that would have been an opportunity for Donald Trump to use against him if that was the case. Um, I think for Donald Trump, you know, like Chelsea said and Scott said, I agree with him. You know, this was not a successful trip for him um, because. Uh, and, I, and I say that because of what happened after, not the immigrate, not the not the speech that came after in Arizona, but the as the plane is flying overhead. Now they're in this Twitter war, and now they're going back and forth mm-hmm. in terms of statements. <laughs> that was the most disappointing part of it all, because there could have been an opportunity uh, for mm-hmm. the campaign to really turn it back around and say, "Hey, listen, we talked about this, we talked about this," and they could have left it there. If he would, if he hadn't have brought up the wall, obviously he needed to bring mm-hmm. up the wall, but there would have definitely been an opportunity for him to do that. And they just but didn't it's take it. yet another instance where you know how much damage would be prevented if he just didn't have a, whatever, you know, an iPhone, whatever device he uses to do all of his <laughs> tweeting, you know, and we, I think we talked about it last week. If you just sort of set up a fake intranet where he thinks he's tweeting <laughs> and no one sees it, uh, I think that, you know, we, you would uh, actually see better poll numbers for Trump, but uh, they don't care about that because they're going to win so huge. Um, <laughs> Bigly. Yes. yes, right, exactly. <laughs> Thank uh, you so much for the image. Look how muddy your boots would be if we're showing that to the audience, by the way, if you crossed that river. Uh, Speaking of the audience, can we get the chat room up? Uh, if, if you don't mind, Stephen. Uh, Stephen in the booth, not Stephen Helmkamp. It's very confusing <laughs> it for is. us, probably. Stephen, can we get the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. We get the we're not asking, <laughs> asking Hillary Stephen, which he'll appreciate knowing that the embodiment of Stephen Helmkamp is Hillary. You know I love that. <laughs> oh, I know. You were very excited. So, uh, because we don't have Stephen Helmkamp on the uh, couch of dissent, uh, we are going to just have to dissent amongst ourselves <laughs> but uh before we even get to any of that chelsea hold up for the uh the audience oh, here yes. uh the audience on youtube you oh yeah much like stephen Homkamp, took notes pages. detailed notes you have pages of notes uh now we don't want oh, all two. 10 of your points okay but you had some thoughts on the 10 point plan which i thought oh, this yes, would be a great opportunity plan. yeah all right well all right first point was the wall mm-hmm. and uh the cost of the wall is i it, you know he says it's eight or twelve billion, but really estimates have been up to twenty-five billion, and that doesn't even begin to talk about the maintenance. It's just it's a it's a lot of money, and I and he's talking about having tunnels, and you know, I mean, it's not just it's a real chapo, right? It, yeah, it's a real. I mean, it's a massive <laughs> investment. And I guess if people really think Mexico is going to pay for it, fine. <laughs> But that's just... I mean, clearly people do think that, by the way. But because so, he so says it so much. Right. People assume, are like, great. Okay, fine. Okay. Let's just assume that we get a free wall. Okay? <laughs> great. Mark, Mark Cuban said he would pay for it, though. Oh. Mark Cuban came out the next day and said that he would pay for it. Okay, that's fine. Then I, I I would be like willing to. Uh, all right, fine. Let's you know do the wall if it if it's yeah. free. Except it's, free. it's not going to actually prevent the problems that no. he's hoping it will. 
especially the drug problem and a lot of the mm-hmm. crime that he says they bring <laughs> ha- relates to the drugs. Unless he has some p- part of his plan that cleans up our side of the wall here in the United States about our serious appetite for drugs, this is not going to work. You know, he doesn't. This is really. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, you. no, please go ahead. I was going to interrupt but you. For so continue. A business, <laughs> for a businessman to not understand the law of supply and demand mm-hmm. is very shocking to me. Has anybody? Is it very shocking to you that he doesn't understand it? Okay. Yeah, kind. Well, no. You know what? It's very shocking that nobody else has mentioned that or that I've seen. Now, uh, one thing that I was thinking as you were talking is, you know, if they're going to put this wall up, and I should say it's a theory, not a law. Of course, I know somebody's going to like point that out, so I get a really bad. (laughs) There there are people that uh, do pay very close attention to everything that we all. Especially when a lawyer says, "Yeah, especially Chelsea." There's people who take notes. Ten point plan on that. So if they have this wall, and Mexico's not going to pay for it. Has anybody looked into uh, selling signage on the wall? You know, like a, an outfield at a major league baseball park. <laughs> so the sponsors line. Yeah, just have, I mean, w- there are definitely sponsors who would be more than happy to put their brand on the wall. I can only think of the NRA right now. But <laughs> if you can think of others, tweet us at Trump Hillary sixteen, or if you're in the chat room right now, let us know sponsors, potential sponsors who would advertise on the wall. Anyway, back to your more serious conversation. <laughs> All right. So no, but I do appreciate the uh, comedic. Really, but although that's actually a, not a bad idea, I just don't want to pay for it. I, I, and and I think it's not going to work. So no. if it's going to be an experiment, at least make it a free experiment. And you know, Trump would call Taco Bell right away and be like, "Don't you guys really want to pay for this?" Oh, you know, that's guarantee that that's where he'd start. But anyway, go ahead. All right, my other favorite line that's... was that in day one, hour one, he would deport the two million criminal mm-hmm. aliens. Yeah. Okay, for the fact that he says there's 2 million, of course, that's a controversial figure. But, but here's the thing. Just assume that there are 2 million. Let's just yeah. assume it's mm-hmm. 200,000, yeah. a drop in that Let's bucket. assume it's 2. Let's assume <laughs> that he is going to deport them yes. in hour one. Uh, hour, one on. hour one after he's sworn in, he's too busy walking down the street. That's what the president First does. They're too busy yes. in a parade. They don't have time There's going to be like six like, gala balls I to go to. I yeah. mean, of all the problems that we face, that that is of the highest importance, highest priority, is just mind-boggling to me. And I've been looking at numbers like, wh- why is it that people think that immigrants commit so many crimes? And you look at it, and you yes, the numbers are very difficult to read because this study says that, that this think tank says that. And so it's not really defined, although I've seen a lot of studies showing that immigrants have put in about $100 billion into things like Social Security over the last 10 mm-hmm. years and have only taken out a billion, and about crime that generally they are less uh, violent and offense- offending than native-born Americans. And so when then I've seen that, uh, you know, Fox News a couple times on Shanahan had this, like, <laughs> the, these are the, like, the top five crimes that, you know, immigrants... Uh, are, are convicted of number one being foreign is the number one <laughs> yeah. crime of illegal immigrants. But yeah. then, but I look at these. I'm like, okay, these are convictions. But we know that when it comes to let's say crime, uh, drug use and selling and all that, that it's pretty much the same across races, socioeconomic classes about the use of drugs, right? But they're more likely to get stopped. They're more likely to get arrested. And when they are arrested, they're more likely to get convicted because they have a harder time paying for a fancy lawyer. So the conviction numbers are really skewed. And sure. I don't I don't understand why more people don't 
realize well, that. Well, in the chat room, by the way, let me just share this. Uh, just Sheldon uh, boils down. How's he going to find them? Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? in Ma- hour one. Like, like, it's even, not realistic. Even in week anyway, one so or month right. one. Right, it's not he realistic. Says, yeah. He says that the police Why? know them. The police know yeah. them. Right, Re- yeah. I, it's, it's, I, ugh. I mean, I just... <laughs> This is why, um, as much as I dislike Hillary, I just cannot take this guy seriously no. to leave but this country. But what's to dislike? Look at her. Here she is. See, look <laughs> how happy Drexel is to see the smiling face. It's just not realistic. It's just not realistic. I just want to touch on, 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 the, on Chelsea's point, and I talk about this often just from a, from a political standpoint, is Democrats um, don't do a great enough job of of pushing back information. Right. You know, if Republicans say something, Democrats just let it slide or just kind of dismiss it a little bit, but they don't really back it up with with numbers that, that are hard, you know, that they know. They with know facts. the numbers. With they facts. know the facts. Absolutely. They know the numbers. And all they have to do is go out there, you know, Tim Kaine can rebut. Joe Biden can rebut. Barack Obama can rebut. Hillary Clinton eventually can rebut. But they're not doing that. They're not, they're trying to, they, they stay very passive. And this is on any issue. They allow Republicans to run the gamut on issues. I mean, I guess because if your whole goal saying, is to, you know, undermine what the other guy is saying, you, your focus is not enough on what you are doing. But mm-hmm. there needs to be some sort of team of people that are like, actually, that's that's just it's wrong. It's and you think, the journal, you think the journalists would do that, but that's not what they're doing. <clears throat> you know, I, I don't to, know, to just, some extent, they're obviously both running as not Trump and not Hillary, but. You do need there to be something beyond that because mm-hmm. you know you still have the the in the middle. It's just, the I hate them both. The I right. don't know what I think about them both. The I love them both. I don't know. And who I, that I is, think that, you know the the mm-hmm. thing that the Democrats have to have to do is explain something that is a little counterintuitive. Right. Like you think a wall makes logical sense, but you have to really understand the numbers behind you know the studies that show the reality just don't support what we think. Oh, a wall is going to stop. All this crime, because when you look at who's actually committing crime, it's not them. And I mean, it's just yes, they some of them commit crimes. They should be punished. But to have this be a twenty-five billion dollar priority in hour one of day one that is just was also is not realistic ridiculous. in any sense of the word in any and, way. And I hope you know the first debate's what September twenty-six. Mm-hmm. Like these are things you hope Hillary Clinton will is in debate, debate prep doing right, saying okay, if Donald Trump says this, how do you combat it with counter- a fact mm-hmm. that's a soundbite worthy that will re- that but can that's rebut? The problem she's not is very that soundbites sound 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 suck. People have to. I I'm mean, saying that, but, but read something a that's study, quick, read that's a paragraph. Quick, right, people. But, yes, but, but people I'm saying, need something in the debate. Quick. Something, something yes. she needs a quick rebuttal to everything that he says. Because you can't have long. Um, how things. are you going to pay for that? I'm going to pay for this. Okay, well, here's the actual facts. And she's a policy oh, yeah. wonk. She gets the she she understands the nitty gritty, and she just needs to be able to push that back. And I say that for any candidate. If Gary Johnson was up there, if Jill Stein was up on the debate stage, any candidate would need because you know Chris Wallace said the other day that he is not going to be the person who's going to be trying to fact call check them, people out call people when they out. say things. So the candidate has to do a better job. Hillary Clinton will have to do a better job of fact-checking. But Donald how Trump about simple spot. things like he says, you know, the welfare is going to go down and uh, that illegal immigrants yes, using the, Medicare and the they don't get they all don't, this stuff already. Um, so it's just... I mean, he doesn't, need to, he doesn't need to know 
how that would actually happen. He just <laughs> right. says that these things and, are going to happen. Hillary gets, would like them have gets people riled up. Hillary says if they can pay for a plan, they can buy it. Right. Okay. She That's wants not giving you it to them buy for into free. The plan. I and s- it also helps everyone if people are buying right. into it. If uh, you're not going to buy it, if you're not if you're if you're not going to buy it because your Republican right. governor has not has not bought expanded. has not expanded mm-hmm. uh, health care in that state, then obviously somebody's going to have to pay for that, or, or your premium is never going to go down. Also in the chat room, Omat Ochan, who we always appreciate being with us, pointed out. 78% of Americans don't believe that Mexico will pay for the wall. Um, the fascinating part is the 22% who does believe right. it. Uh, Kimberly, also always in the uh, chat room, says, one, Hillary is going to destroy Trump in the <laughs> debates. Uh, and then also glad to see that she's preparing for it. According to Trump, he's just going to wing it. He may <laughs> say that, but he even he knows there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of prep going on. Isn't that there, what Roger right? Ailes is for? Uh, yeah, Roger well, Ailes. Uh, he's now Ro- twenty Roger, million. Roger Ailes will have a wig on, and he will look he'll at that, just like yeah. Stephen Hawking. Yeah, did you hear about the uh, the settlement with Fox News? Yeah. Twenty oh. million to Gretchen, 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 yeah. Gretchen Carlson. Twenty million. Yeah. Today, yeah. yeah. Wow. Which this is completely off topic, no, but uh, well, I noticed that. Well, it's about uh, as Greta- off topic as the Wiener story. <laughs> that was on topic because of, well, you know, here's the thing: it's on topic in the it sense is. that someone from Fox News is now a part of the Trump campaign, but. Uh, I a heard twenty that, million dollar settlement. Yeah. That's a big. Did you did you guys hear that Greta Van Suster yeah. stepped leaving, down today? Yep. yep. And I know it's very sexist to say. Do you think she's just upset that she didn't get sexually harassed? But anyway, <laughs> oh. no need to answer that. Uh, but uh, Trump, as part of his speech, and we'll move on from Trump in a moment. There's a, there's a bigger fish to fry. He said he would create a new special deportation task force that's going to focus on tracking those criminals. That uh, Chelsea mentioned. But by the way, tracking... I almost called you Hillary, and I w- I, you would have had every right to throw that glass of water in my face. I'm sorry. But anyway, what's But this it? tracking of this, like, the yeah. biometric... That was already in a plan yeah. that the Senate had passed in 2013 right. that right. was killed in the House, yes. which in 2013 was controlled by Republicans. So... What the and what the sanctuary people? city thing that he sure. talks about too—that was but, lo- Congress loads that in their Republicans to, too, to be to fair. Take away the tax. That's the House's job, regardless of which party's in power. The Senate does something, the House says no, and then it just goes. Well, back no, but I'm saying like both of jobs, them having yeah. both Congress has been loaded to. Uh, cut taxes from sanctuary cities, so it's not even, and that's Republicans controlling. Uh, that's yeah, now, yeah. My, so. my favorite thing about uh, Trump's speech in Arizona, and I'll let you get to your point in a second, Drexel, uh, is that uh, Senate, uh, Alabama Senator Jeff Sessions and Rudy Giuliani yeah. were both there wearing "Make Mexico Great Again" hats. Uh, and, oh yes, uh, is that because he, Donald Trump tried to pose this as a win-win? They're going to love it. Did. We're going to mm-hmm. love it. My only yeah. concern is I guarantee those hats were made in China. Anyway, what were you going to say, Drexel? <laughs> well, I mean, obviously we're talking about, you know, the, the 10-point plan was is something that we've talked about before in terms mm-hmm. of uh, you can go to DonaldJTrump.com. You can kind of see this yep. stuff that he had on his website before. So this is yep. nothing new. Yeah, um, he's just there. out there saying it just a little bit um, I wonder, more, why more didn't dangerously. He, do, he did like a five-point plan in Mexico and then like a 10-point plan here. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, it's they the wrote exchange it. rate, they, they wrote it. It's, it's a bad exchange rate, yeah. <laughs> exchange rate. yeah. Um, you know, I think, and I tweeted this out right after the speech, I said, you know, this was, I felt the speech was more dangerous than any speech mm-hmm. Iran's president, Ahmadinejad, had ever given. Whoa, and, yeah, um, I and I And I think that, you know, right after that, David Duke came out and said that he loved the speech. So I think that's what <laughs> the American people really need to kind of understand is, is on, on, on policy... The policy is dangerous. You know, you can you can you can dislike. It's just it's not even a policy. It's like an it's an, an ignorant idea. attitude yes, approach. Right. It's, right. it's 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 the, I, mo- it's well, the most I mean, crazy gonna, thing in like sixty years of any major 
Right. Well, I, I say, and I say, I say from a fair, from a fair, from a fair standpoint. If you're Thank you for trying to be if fair. If you're going to, if you're going to compare the, the Clinton policy or even the Jill Stein policy, which we talked about last right. week, uh, which is a little well, bit more, thin, it's a little bit gonna, thin, yeah, but it does, it, but it, you know, it, it's humane. Mm-hmm. And then you look at the Donald Trump camp, uh, the Donald Trump policy, and if we're going to compare policy, at the end of the day, Donald Trump's policy does not, um, does not embody the American spirit. And he's trying to say that this is because we don't care about the Mexicans now. Right. We want America's Americans first. But Americans are going to be hurt by this. Right. I don't think that they have thought and this his through. Businesses. And the business. But the thing I don't understand is why would he double down on a policy that's not a winning policy? You know, that's the because thing. Because that is the policy that got to, him to win. Right. right. But it's a very narrow group of people that he already has their support. So if he's trying to broaden his appeal well, yes, that was the, the criticism after opposite sure. direction, it makes no yeah. sense. I think there was a couple there was a couple of spots in the speech that I thought were really like crazy to me where he said um Gotta have a country. Where he said, oh, yeah, "It's a, it's not our it's it's our right as a sovereign nation to choose immigrants that we think are the likeliest to thrive and flourish here." And then he also said something about choosing people based on. Oh uh, yeah, he wants an yes, ideological so, certification. Do yeah. you remember that? Yes. What is this? I mean, That's, I guess I mean I understand. Yeah. I don't want people coming here thinking that they can you know do honor killings. Um, <laughs> Okay, that's. I mean, maybe a, a little pamphlet on our law. I'm, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's basically saying for his crowd that you know we're not going to let people who are going to try and act <laughs> and enact Sharia law. Can I just say that Omar just said this convo is too sane because Stephen's not here yeah, and, I, no. and I'm not <laughs> yelling at him no, 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 on the table. No, right right extreme. I mean, I I, I, I reached out to Stephen. I tried to ask try. him yeah. because I wanted to bring wanted his, his voice to be heard, but <laughs> instead just just the face of Hillary representing Stephen. Because I I literally. I mean, I was trying to find, I was like, uh, looking on Breitbart, looking at the the other side to see what are these people thinking that this makes any sense. And the only thing is that they've blown out these, like, criminal, you know, the violence and the murder numbers way out of proportion that people are scared and I guess... Yeah, but and these some of these criminal aliens are not even going to be stopped by a southern border. They came from elsewhere. So how many of those are we... Sending to Mexico that came from like Russia. I don't. Once again, just, he doesn't the, have to figure out. How one to of do the other that. things. What was, that, yeah, what was your other point no. uh, on that, Drexel? I was just going to say one of the other points that he had was a zero tolerance policy for zero tolerance for criminal aliens, mm-hmm. uh, which was also to reinstate Kate's law, ensuring criminal aliens convicted mm-hmm. of illegal reentry receive strong mandatory minimum sentences. But if the Trump campaign is wanting to deport criminals out of the country, what are our mandatory minimums for in the first place? Like what what legal system do they think they fall under right. if they want to deport them? So I think that those are the holes. Like I always said, there's more holes in every Trump plan right. than a, than an 18 hole yes. golf course. How, how do we? <laughs> that, yeah, that, there's 23 holes in his right. plan. All 23 <laughs> countries that refuse to take yes, back their criminals. Right. Oh, that was a gun sign. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> that was good. That's very true. <laughs> I, I I don't Look know how he plans to impose. You know his desires on well, these other countries. We want uh, everybody to let us know how they think he's going to do it. If you're in yes. the chat room now, let us know. Or in the you chat can tweet room, at you know, Trump if you Hillary want to 16. say what what Stephen would probably say, yeah. bring it on. <laughs> because yeah, I'm having should, a hard time he, putting he, myself in. We're a storage position. yard resident. Come on, what would Stephen say to all this? WWSG. What would Stephen? What would Stephen do? Well, so obviously we should move on to another topic that was a big topic. Uh, And that topic uh, was indeed trending yesterday. Hashtag hacking Hillary. 
for good reason. Now, uh, obviously, there are a lot of conspiracy theories that go along with things like this. But I think that when something like this happens, there are very real concerns. And we're going to play more of it than probably people in oh, here want to see. Uh, so we'll be here for an hour. No, no, no. Uh, it'll be under two minutes. But no I think it's very important to see how it goes and how Drexel's like, gonna every fall asleep. time. No, 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 no. He's got he's got Hillary to keep uh, him to entertained. Keep me so uh, Stephen in the booth, <laughs> if uh, we could hear uh, Hillary yesterday uh, in Cleveland, a uh, speech for Labor Day. Thank Congresswoman Marsha Fudge for hosting us. <coughs> yeah, Marsha Fudge would make me cough too if I had to say that in public. <coughs> Look at her already. I mean, for those that aren't watching and are just listening, all right. Well, she'll get the water. And you figure, okay, great. Everything's going to be fine. Uh-oh. Oh. Yeah, you have been talking a lot. Earlier. Oh, God. Right into the mic. Yeah. Just like in case you didn't one. catch it. Every time I think about Trump, I get allergic. Okay, good line. Yes. Good line. She's used it like four times since then, yeah. but it was still a good line in the moment. And she goes back to the glass of water. <laughs> oh no, Hillary! Come on! Like, but the, only, the what makes it worse? You have sixty-three days. To Listen go. to her when she's got her throat, quote unquote, clear. <coughs> here's the, here's the thing, though. Every before every campaign, I've, every rally that I've gone to, Hillary Clinton rally, somebody always comes out and puts a lozenge yeah. underneath yeah. her podium. Well, she eventually Where was the lozenge? No, she right. eventually gets it in this one. I think it was too late. Yeah. But I, I, the, the reason for this coughing fit, the pollen. That makes it worse. The fact that they said it was yes. pollen? Yes, yes. yes. I think they, they could just it... say she's tired. Well, but you don't want to say she's tired. Because look what that did to Maggie Thatcher. The idea that she looked tired. Especially so, when one of these fits was well, on a plane. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a different one. So, um, Same and, excuse. And Stephen, you can uh, turn it down, but there's more uh, that you can see at C-SPAN. So, because when I originally saw it, it was a website that seemed a little crazy. And I'm like, all right. I feel like, yes. pun intended, I feel like they trumped up the coughing mm-hmm. and they added some in and it's edited in a weird way. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, that's on C-SPAN. She coughed for basically two minutes. Yeah. So yeah. I need to ask uh, Team Hillary, not Hillary here, but uh, the, uh, are you at all concerned that, you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, not any of the conspiracy theories that she has some secret illness that she's trying to hide, but that, and I'll start with you, Scott, that this is taking a little bit more of a toll on her than she thought it would. Because I mean... Silence. Yeah, no, I was like, because she had a, a coughing fit. That happens to because anyone. Because she had speaking. a coughing hit. I'm sorry, before no, I go I'm just saying, like, uh, we have a montage, a second video, so of other times where this has happened, and this isn't even all of them. We won't play the whole thing, but Stephen, let's just see some of those. And I thought this one, it was because she didn't like the questions <laughs> she was being asked in a TV interview. She looks very young there. She does. Yeah, I think this is 2008. Oh, this is 2008. I was reading the paper yesterday, and this is what happened. And it just seemed like... It's good to know her coughing doesn't age. (laughs) It's like a fine wine. Yes. Uh, Excuse me. uh, uh, Waiter, could we get some uh, Hillary Clinton cough? All right, here's another one. Looks a little older here. Technology, engineering, and Uh math. Uh Uh-oh, math. (laughs) She's allergic to math. Aren't we all, though? Amen to that. Excuse me. <laughs> and it's always a glass of water. And I will point out, one of the conspiracy theories is that she refuses so bottles of water. She always needs that glass of water. And the question becomes, 
what is in that glass of water? <laughs> I believe it's water, but you never know. There could be some lemon in there. Yes. Vodka. It is vodka. Yes, hey, exactly. During the debate with Trump, that glass should be filled with vodka. Anyway, so just a couple other instances. So it's not one time that she coughs. No, there have been hearings where she, ho- where she coughs, where I felt like she was buying herself time for you know to come up with an answer. And she's like, excuse me, I'm going to cough for a minute. But uh, Drexel, no. what do you think? Uh, is, it, is, it, is it much ado about nothing? As, as, as funny as it is to have all these videos uh-huh. of Hillary coughing, do you feel like there's, just, there's nothing here? I, I don't even know if that's a... By the way, T. Michael Rodriguez says coughing doesn't age. (laughs) So whenever we get uh, that kind of thing, Um, Um, I think that um, that we should be focused more on some uh, actual policy issues. I mean, we are. I say that. I say that quite often. But you know, you know, we went through two weeks of is this person's health records coming out, and this person, Mm -hmm. and you're like, "Uh, okay. Um, let's talk about this immigration speech. Just the came only out reason or... I think it's fair to talk about her health is because I think it is serious that we talk about his mental health. <laughs> sure, because sure. It, yeah. apparently so his physical health. Fair here. His right. physical health was claimed to be you right. know, but, that of a but rhinoceros even, or something. And, and we found out thing. that that was all a huge joke. But here's the thing: at the at the same time that every time that Hillary Clinton is asked about Donald Trump's health, she always says, "I believe his doctor." She always sure, turns it back right. and says. I'm not going to, she doesn't get caught up in this like, hey, I'm going to get caught, caught up in this name calling. She even said it today in a rally, like, I'm not getting caught up in this name calling stuff. So, you know, and I think that's what we're going to see in the debates and that's why it's going to be really nasty. But at the same time, we got to get back to, you know, we just saw Donald Trump in Mexico. Disaster there. We just saw Tr- Donald Trump immigration speech. Dangerous speech there. We're going to see, we saw him talk about uh, foreign policy today. We'll see him talk about foreign policy tomorrow. It's going to be probably just as dangerous. We talk, We see him talk about taxes all the time. We see him talk about the economy and he's not talking about infrastructure he's not talking about lgbt rights he's not talking about criminal justice he's not talking about um um women's rights so at the end of the day donald trump isn't talking about anything but hillary clinton coughing or hillary clinton and, and the wall because there's he's also talking because there's about no the wall policy wouldn't that be funny if the wall the like side. she coughed yes. it down yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like i love that idea like that, that's, yes yeah that see somebody right needs now. to write that but that's uh, the thing uh, storage guard resident what if hillary is really sick and just gets sicker see these are the kind yeah, of questions that God. we needed you in there storage yard resident what if she gets sicker um but, but and, you know, and, and there's I, and nothing I to it. There's and, nothing and I said, to I wish that. there was, and I, and I say this for the Republican Party. I wish, you know, Paul Ryan. Where has he been? First of all, I know he's been. Oh, on vac- I know the Congress he, has been. He on doesn't vacation. want anywhere to be. But I'm saying they've been on vacation, and you know, even it, even the Republicans who are running for Congress, like they're not even talking policy anymore. They're not no. even talking. They're not even like filling the gaps. They right. need to fill the gaps. Yeah, because this Trump is a distraction, and that's right. what it is. And There's so, no, nothing you know, it. where Democrats are out there flying around the country, Bernie Sanders was in uh, and had a rally on Monday. Uh, Tim Kaine had, Joe Biden was out. Yeah. Uh, or Chelsea Bob, just Ch- shed a tear. I, when you said Bernie Sanders. I saw <laughs> you had to fight her back. Her eyes are like a little glass. Glass. He said Bernie oh. Sanders. What is he going to say about Bernie? Um, but, you know, Democrats are running around the country actually talking about issues. And at the end of the day, Republicans continue to talk about the same thing over. Every time we get an email done. Because they have nothing else. Well, to talk about and, 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 that's and I, why and I say this and I say this to everybody watching too they don't every time it, every time an email dump comes out Republicans are more and more disappointed about yeah. what comes out in those emails because nothing comes right. out in there's the email there's nothing to talk you're about you're like oh okay right. so you said that let me ask that's a, a more general question we only have like a few that. minutes but I want to ask a more general question the fact that uh, Republicans aren't talking about issues specifically the Trump campaign's not talking about issues 
Couldn't that work if you think of the outlook of uh, the voting electorate right now? It went from eight minutes to six minutes. What happened to seven? Know, we're seven. We're lucky teasing, seven. Teasing you, Stephen. I <laughs> know. Seven. You can't stay there on it. No. But uh, I don't know. Just a, sort of a yes or no because I do want to move on to other things. Do you, Scott, do you think it could work if you just like, I don't want to get bogged down in the issues. Oh, I of, just want to say what sounds crazy. Yes, of yeah. course. Because it's a great distraction in the way society is now and like watching you know, reality. Sure. Great. Of course it's a great distraction because they have nothing else to go on with policy, so let's distract by creating silly uh, things that aren't real. If it can't fit in 140 characters, mm-hmm. it's not worth talking about. That is going to be the Republican I mean, mantra from here I, on out. I kind of agree to mm-hmm. some extent. <laughs> uh, you know, because you can have a link to uh, HillaryClinton.com or Donald J. <laughs> Donald J. Trump.com. Uh, something I wanted to make sure that we talked to uh, Chelsea about. Donald Trump has a new deputy campaign manager... Mm-hmm. Conservative activist David Bossy. Now, maybe not everybody knows who David Bossy is. Is it funny you that I call him, him the godfather <laughs> of uh, super PACs? Go, go ahead and Google him, because yes. not only is he the godfather of super PACs, mm-hmm. he hates the Clintons. And he's also the head of a little organization called... Citizens United, what do you think about uh, him being on board the Trump train? Well, I appreciate this uh, teachable moment to, <laughs> Happy to remind share. people or tell people about Citizens United. So Citizens United is this conservative group, and they did a, a Hillary like Hillary movie. Hillary the movie, yeah. And mm-hmm. it, there was a question about you know fair airtime, that kind of thing. And so it went all the way up to the Supreme Court and led to, even though it had nothing to do with the immediate situation, the judges asked for the parties to uh, brief them on the larger issue of whether corporations are people. Um, This is what the case that decided corporations are people and they can, they have uh, the right to free speech and money is speech. And so this is what created super PACs because as long as the money wasn't all going straight to the candidates, it can flood into our politics. And so that's what really created the monstrosities of these super PACs. So it's very interesting for Donald Trump to hire this guy because he was such a, I'm not with the big money, nobody owns me, I don't believe in taking money from these super PACs, and now he is, you know, chummy-chummy with the (laughs) godfather of super PACs, and his whole job is to come up with things to say about Hillary Clinton, which is something that apparently he's been doing for like 20 years. Oh, yeah. That's oh, his yeah. job. Yeah. If you just, a, a yeah. brief Google search of yeah. what he's done and what he's, you know, he, how he, how much he is, well, the opposite of in the bag. He's like anti-Clinton uh, family, not and, just Hillary, and not just Bill. He's so offensive that even mm-hmm. like Papa Bush said like he's the yeah. distance himself and from, told yeah, and, little mm-hmm. bush send you know uh, messages to our supporters not to do anything yeah, with this right. guy not to send him any money or support him so if you've got you know papa and baby bush yeah, saying no, he goes all the way guy, back to he worked a, on uh, he worked with someone who did the uh, infamous uh, willie horton ad from 1988 yes, which yes. Uh, but i mean t- it just goes to show yeah. the type of people that trump well has he's got, in he's got steve bannon are, are he's these, got dave boss are these the type of people that yeah. you would think you'd want your president to be surrounding himself so by. When, That's, when he know, says he surrounds himself with great right. people, if this isn't He's, in any indication, mm-hmm. then we're in for a rough time. And, and I think the other part of that is, you know, this happened last week sometime. Yeah. And we have not heard a peep. Not, 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 for, not from the media, not from the Clinton campaign, mm-hmm. not from progressives, not from anybody who's a, you know, who's a, like Chelsea, who's like, 
all talking about Citizens United all the time. Like, where are these groups right. pointing out the fact, even on air, saying, look at who Donald Trump just yeah. hired. Like, where are these people? Yeah, right. this they is a bring that up. big it's freaking deal. Big and deal. you're right. I, this is the first yes. time that I, I mean, I, I read about Until it because I Until you emailed it, I, would have, I did not even have a clue. Uh, I, I mean, I heard about it, but you're right. I mean, it has not been out and it has not been talked so before, about on the other side. Right before working on the campaign, he was the head guy at... Make America number one. And the crooked a Hillary super PAC. Yeah, pack, yeah. And you know, it, it's it's legal technically mm-hmm. for him to jump ship this sure way is, this right? fast. Absolutely. But if he try, tries to go back, there would have to be a hundred and twenty days waiting period, which somebody Trump's else first hundred days. Offered. That's what he's going to yeah. wait for. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think that's a big deal. I think people... No, it is a big deal. deal. It needs to be talked about more. It really does. Um, Because we're running low on time, we're going to jump right into the polls. Now, the uh, Real Clear Politics poll average has uh, Hillary Clinton up by four. Uh, 46.1 to 42.1, uh, including a uh, the four-way RCP average uh, <laughs> that has her up 3.4. Now... Uh, Rasmussen has Trump up plus one in a four-way. Well, that's a very Republican C- sure. trending poll. The CNN poll uh, has Trump up by two, which, you know, maybe it's good for their ratings to say that, but I do feel like it, that's not the only poll that I've their, seen. Their but. sample size was also very small. Sure. Uh, they had 732 people uh, compared what to... What an the, odd number. Yeah, compared to the... I mean, technically the, it's an even number, to but the, you know what I mean. To the Survey <laughs> Monkey uh, NBC poll that had 32,000. Uh, Every time somebody five, says Survey Monkey, point. I'm like, are they serious with Survey Monkey? <laughs> I mean, that's a five to six point no, you know, um, spread No, so here's Hillary. the thing, though. I mean, it's it's whatever. It it, 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 it does seem to be tighter oh, than just last week. It's no, no, way it's, too it's close. It's definitely tightening. It's a lot closer than people, I think, expected, you know... And I what think, it should be. Absolutely. I think that's yeah, one I, way to look I, at it. I agree. I mean, uh, the way that yes. Stephen Helmkamp thinks it should be, it is uh, much too close. <laughs> but I do think, and we've said it before, oh, that Hillary the debate is now up one in, in Texas. Texas. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. There's some weird polls out there. There's that's a, lot a crazy of, there, poll. There's a lot of noise. There's, there's a, a lot, lot of time for that. But uh, thank you for point. sharing that with us, Kimberly. Yeah. So uh, I think that the debates are uh, really going Crucial. to make a huge difference. But at the same time, but at the same time, first of all, the CNN poll that came out today also said that. They believe, or that seventy-four percent of the electorate would be white voters, right? Which seventy-four percent, seventy-four percent voters would be. You're like that number. Yeah, okay, that's right. that number is like crazy. So Mexicans um, are just going to sit at home. Black after folks this? are not going to vote. Asian Americans aren't right. going to vote. Like where? Okay. And also that number's yeah. That number's so so high. so that's why I looked at that poll and I was like, oh, that's a little weird. And it's to a me. small, a very small sample. But as we, we saw small. in a what was it? A New York Times article. Yeah, we didn't have time to get to right. it, but there's a New York Times article uh, that uh, you guys and, and girls can yes. research. Well, maybe we'll get I to it next week. It's called "Young Blacks Voice Skepticism on Hillary Clinton." comma, worrying Democrats. Uh, and there's just some quotes in there that it's like, they're like, I hate him, but I don't trust her. What right. am I supposed to do? Yeah, I feel And like. <laughs> I think that that is not necessarily specific to any individual communities. I do think that that's a very real concern a lot of people have. No, there are. Chelsea and, and, included. And you brought it up earlier about the undecideds. There's about 20% undecideds, which is much higher than in so previous elections. 10%. Usually it's 5 to 10%, so you have that. But at the same time, oh, that's good he still has a huge mountain to climb as far as, right. we go back to math. And I, and I, I think, mean, he really does. 65%, he has to get a white vote, which hasn't happened since uh, Reagan's 84 landslide. He has to get 47% of the Latin vote. He's at 19, and that was before the immigration speech last week. So math is not on his side, just just looking at math and demographics. And at the same time, you know, I read that article, and I talked about it in the show that I do before this show. You know, I think 
Hillary Clinton, you know, she's got a really strong ground game. Whatever Robbie Mook is doing, mm-hmm. you know, I think what's going to happen is is that we're, people are going to look at these polls and they're going to they're going to be shocked and awed come election day because they're going to they're going to they're going to be like, well, that's not what the, that's not what it looked like. You know, you see these big rallies in the same. Thing. It's right. going to be the it's going to be the Democratic primary effect. You wonder how this happened and you forget that the Clinton campaign ground game is so strong that you know this is what they're doing. Well, also go back to Obama and Romney in twelve when Romney was so convinced he was going to win, and right. then and then Fox News. Was was great watching the battleground states. Right. Every single one of them went to Obama. And, and, it was and, all sudden and Clinton is up in these battleground states, and and she's winning states. She's leading or tied in states that she shouldn't normally be right. uh, tied in. in so I think that states. the that that this fifty state strategy that Bernie Sanders has really pushed the Democrats to want to do has kind of spread the Clinton campaign across the country. So where we're thinking that she should be up in certain polls, she's actually up in air in. In every state that she really shouldn't right, be like Georgia, up in, like, like Georgia, Arizona, and, and Missouri, and, and, and stuff like that. Right. So what we're seeing is the fifty-state strategy. Um, a, a, I just a, fear a that better. he will win the popular vote and lose the electoral college. I mean, it, it, then, it's entirely possible it's entirely that he could win right. more votes overall and from all these. That, right? Yeah, that would. But I don't. See I mean, that it, it, you know, I feel like it's happened in recent memory yeah. where mm. someone won the popular vote and did not win the electoral <laughs> college. So yeah. you see, it, you know, it can happen, and we can move past it. Uh, but what we have to move past is the clock. Because we ran out of time again. I love this clock. Even without no. Steven here, we still ran out of time. I thought he slowed us down. Uh, but, uh, no, you he know. blamed us last time for talking too much. That's true. And he's like, we didn't get to Clinton cash. We and actually talked about more substance in this. Two, in this, in this two weeks in a row. This, our, our Clinton cash watch is now up to two weeks. We still haven't talked about it. The suspense. Uh, Let's, just keep it going. Going. Let's just keep that going. Find us at, uh, on Twitter at TrumpHillary16. And as I said earlier... Uh, you subscribe on iTunes and uh, make sure you rate and comment for Chelsea Galicia at Chelsea Galicia, Scott Moore at SMan80, Drexel Hurd at Drexel Hurd. I'm Christian Black at Christian DMZ, and we will see you next Tuesday, seven I'm Pacific, ten Eastern. What? He won't see you, but Stephen will. Uh, and you know what? This will be you next this week. Will be me. Yes, it'll be uh, you. We will see you next right here. Tuesday, seven Pacific, ten Eastern. Thanks, everybody. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.